You're tuned in to the Waves Podcast with Wireless Nerd, where we'll explore what's new, what's now, and what's next in the wireless industry. All right. As usual, give me a couple seconds here. Let's make sure that this thing is working the way that it's supposed to. And I'm streaming where I'm supposed to be streaming to. As of late, I keep, uh, I've been having some fun accidentally. Whoa. Going in the wrong direction. Yeah, cool. Let me turn that down. There we go. All right. You know, little little technical difficulties never hurt anybody. Let's see, do I need to go this way? Do I need to go that way? Uh, so I'm streaming on Instagram now also and on Instagram the video is just like it's it's like a little bit off, but that's okay. Anyway, I hope everybody's having a good week. It's uh it's over. It's almost over. 2:43 on Friday right before we get to the uh the holiday weekend. Lots of um lots of organizations are taking time off. Lots of people are taking some time off. That's okay. That's good, man. It's all good. All right. Let's check the LinkedIn. Cool. I'm live on LinkedIn. So that's got to say something, right? A couple, two, three viewers. Anyway, good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Whatever it is. My name is Drew Lentz. I'm the wireless nerd. And this is Waves for this week, right before Christmas. It's December 22nd. And I am uh, broadcasting live, beautiful in uh, South Texas, McAllen, Texas, a little chilly outside. So had to had to warm up here. But a um, couple, couple interesting things going on. You know, this one was a little bit later in the week. Apologize. I don't, you know, I don't normally, I try and keep a cadence, but at least at some time during the week and, you know, the majority of listeners come uh, via the podcast anyway. So on the podcast, anyone downloads that, but a uh, busy week, you know, lots of stuff going on, holiday shopping and you know, family coming in. I've got all these family members that are about to, to come into my house here in a couple of hours. So it's gonna be pretty great. Looking forward to a couple of days off. Um, you know, as you know, I have a, a full-time employer and my full-time employer does this thing called the shutdown, which is fascinating. We get, we get like two weeks, um, where we get to spend time with family and, and recharge and get going through the holidays. So granted, this is a, you know, uh, it's, I'm, I'm never one to stop working. <laughs> so it's a little different for me, but we'll see how it goes, especially coming into the new year. I mean, CES, NRF, Lots of good things that are coming up here in the next couple of days uh, and next couple of weeks. So let me jump into a couple of items here that I've that I have. I've got it, you know, separated into what's new, what's now, and what's next. And the first thing that popped up last week, right after you know we did the podcast, uh, Gestalt IT has been acquired by the Futurum Group, which is fascinating and exciting all at the same time. I couldn't. You know, uh, I couldn't be bigger fans of Tom and and Steve Foskett and the whole team over there. And I'm curious to see what the future of that is going to be. Futurum has been making some very good moves in the industry. Um, you know, Keith over at the CTO advisor got acquired by them as well. So this is definitely adding to the technology think tank that they're putting together. It's a good group of people. Futurum has been around for a while. And, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to sit on the uh, couple panels with some of the existing team members that are there. But it shows here, you know, in 2022 and 2023, they're just expanding. And there's all these different Wayne House Research, Evaluator Group, Dash Network, Visible Impact, CTO Advisor, and now, uh, you know, now come on board with with uh, the Tech Field Day group. So I wonder how this is going to change Tech Field Day. I hope it doesn't change it. I really enjoy Tech Field Day. I hope that it expands what they're doing. Um, 
you know, Daniel over there at Fraturum is, has just been such a strong advocate of, of, of being a great advisor in the tech space. So I don't necessarily see it changing. Uh, I think this is only going to empower it. So really looking forward to that again. Congratulations to Gestalt IT um, and the Fraturum group. That's going to be really, really neat to see. Another acquisition happening, Pavlov Media. If you don't know who Pavlov Media is, definitely check them out. Pavlov Media is a large player in the MDU space, and they just announced uh, an acquisition for Inspire Wi-Fi, which is an amenity and clubhouse focus solutions uh, uh, group. So they focus on on things like amenities and, and making sure that people have access to you know open doors and do all the you know, amazing things that they do at MDU. So it's I'm I'm paying special attention to this one. Uh, number one because I have some friends over at Pavlov, <laughs> but also number two because I'm really watching the MDU space right now. Lots of really good things happening in the industry. Lots of strong things that are happening. And if you look at the trends where Wi-Fi and connectivity are going, MDU space is 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 going to be an interesting spot. You know, as people start to try and save money on technology and save money on equipment and licenses and all the stuff that goes into that, but still having to deploy and design these solutions that are robust enough to make people have the connectivity that they're going to need in the future. This is something that's of of keen interest to me. So Pavlov, congrats on that acquisition. I think that's going to be really cool. It's going to add, you know, another feather in the cap or another tool and toolbox, however you want to say it. Um, but also, you know, one one of the other new things that's out here is something that Tom Hollingsworth posted, and and you know, I want to say, God, about a year ago, a friend of mine tried to introduce me to the group over at Ino E I N O, and schedules didn't line up, calendars didn't line up, but I've I've kept them on my radar, and all of a sudden, Tom pops an article up on LinkedIn. Uh, just look up Tom Hollingsworth, and you can see it, or go to Eno uh, dot AI wireless design. So this is in that same realm as Ekahau and Hamina and NetAlly and you know Cydos and now a new a new contender coming into it. So that's definitely going to be one to watch. Had a good conversation with Payman right after this or right after you know that article popped up. He will be attending WLPC, which is phenomenal. So if you haven't registered for WLPC yet, there was some news that went out saying that it was full. That was just a, a bug. Someone hacked the Gibson apparently. Matthew Castile was not paying attention. He was sleeping on the keyboard. What are you going to do? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just giving Matthew a hard time. But uh, but no, there was actually, there was something that happened saying that registration was full and it was closed. It is not full. It is not closed. Please register for the Wireless Land Professional Conference in Phoenix. Learn more about, you know, I know. Maybe I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Maybe we'll learn there. But lots of really good things happening uh, coming up at WLPC. So those are some of the new things that are happening. What's happening right now, Microsoft has received reports of issues in which Wi-Fi adapters may not connect to networks after updating and installing their latest bug patch. As reported, you're most likely to be affected by this issue if you're attempting to connect to enterprise education or public Wi-Fi networks using 802.1x authentication. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> At least they're addressing it. So it's going to be good to see that they are addressing it, that something can come out of that. Uh, hopefully it doesn't hopefully it doesn't hurt too many too many people too many devices that are there um let's see what else do we have going on this week um from the ai world man so i know you know i know man i gotta figure out how to say that uh that's one one thing on the ai tip the other is google has their gemini llm that's been running natively on pixel there it's going to be running natively on pixel and apple has announced that they want to start running llm and ai 
um, components specifically on devices. So moving it out of the cloud, moving it into the pocket. So chat GPT and all those things, think about that running in your pocket instead of having to use these huge compute powers and spaces. That is going to do some pretty incredible things. Now, when you take that processing power and you put it on the device, then surely that's going to eliminate the amount of... Uh, you know, connectivity that's necessary in order to process those requests for like MidJourney or ChatGPT or whatever the whatever the AI tool set of choice is. So that's going to be really cool. Definitely, you know, it's not like it's a lot. It's just text going back and forth for now. But as we move into more applications, being able to run AI natively on the devices, on the hardware on the devices is going to be pretty interesting to see. That being said, there's something else that came out that was really cool to see. Smurf, streamable memory efficient radiance fields for real-time large scene exploration. So this is really cool. I saw this fly across somewhere, LinkedIn or something. If you look up Smurf, uh, S-M-E-R-F, or you look up NERF, or you look up GASP, these are all technologies that people are using to create digital twins. And so Google is getting behind this one called Smurf. And essentially, if I understand this correctly, what it allows you to do is you can walk around your house and you can take pictures using your phone and you throw it into, into the Smurf model and it will fill in the blanks so that you can get like a 3D tour of your house and you can walk around it, uh, you know, and navigating it, just cruising from room to room to room, uh, you know, from, you know, through different rooms, through different doorways, through different areas. And it's very similar to what Matterport's been doing for a long time, taking that 360 degree video, stitching it together, giving you an experience where you can virtually tour a house or a building or whatever else it is. I've always been fascinated by this and the way that it plays a role in visualizing RF. I think that there's an incredible future here where you don't have to know that much about RF in order to, in order to understand how it's working. Because in the future, my vision is you you know put on these glasses or put on these goggles or put on a headset and you can actually see the RF in your house. This can aid in that by helping that whole digital twin thing happen so that you can build your digital twin faster and better and then overlay that propagation assessment, that propagation model in that digital twin. So I'm always interested interested to see what's going on there. Plus, it's really cool. You can take uh, tours of museums. You can take tours of all kinds of other stuff now uh, a little bit easier than you could before. Matterport is such an incredible, incredible product. And the team over there is just such a good group of people. Um, you know, they've been they've been messing with some of this, I'm, I'm sure. Um, so we'll see where it goes. You know, it can only help. It can only help everything out. Of course, when Google gets behind it and drops it out, it's on GitHub. You can go look up the paper and you can start using it today because because that's what they do. So it'll be pretty interesting to see. Speaking of seeing things, something weird happened. If you're a Ubiquiti user for Unify devices, users of Unify, the popular line of wireless devices from the manufacturer Ubiquiti, are reporting receiving private camera feeds from and control over devices belonging to other users. So all of a sudden, Twitter, you know, blow, or X blows up and Reddit blows up. People are like, hey, man, I logged in. I'm staring at my dashboard. I'm seeing camera feeds, you know, and I've got full control of these camera feeds. The only problem is these camera feeds aren't mine. So obviously something that was happening that was unexpected over there, which is crazy on the timing because their marketing machine is really ramping up and they were taking shots at Verkata, man. If you look at it, they've got their logo on the screen. I don't know how they didn't get sued for that. But, you know, here they are taking shots about how secure their stuff is and, and how great their video is. And then, bam, this hits them. So interesting to see that happen, uh, you know, this past week. 
So we'll see where that goes. Speaking of uh, viewing video and TVs, Displace, uh, Displace, Displace, however you want to say it, is an upcoming TV manufacturer. And they made this really cool announcement last year at CES. And they've got a new one that's coming out this year at CES. But they added to it a little bit. So Displace is a TV set that's got four batteries that you can slide into and you can hot swap the batteries. And it's got like suction cups or some weird mechanism on the back. So you can stick it on a window, stick it on a wall, to the windows, to the walls, et cetera, et cetera. So <laughs> once you put it up, you stream video to it from some device that sits off on the side, like some server that connects. And I tried to Google it real quick to see if I could find out what technology they're using. It's got to be, it's got to be five gig or sixty gig or something, whatever it is. Um, but they're streaming video from this from this uh, like compute device onto the screen. But what's crazy is now they've added to it. So the screen has built has a built-in NFC reader, like a chipset reader for your card, uh, for your phone or, or your cards. The other thing they're putting on there is this 4K camera. So it does full voice and gesture control. So what's happening, the key here is that you're watching a show and you're like, man, I really like that sweater that that, that that dude's wearing. You can wave your hand or say something or you know create this gesture. And immediately, it will take whatever imagery is on there. It'll go out on the web. It'll find it. It'll add it to your shopping cart. And you can pay for it immediately on the app or by holding your phone close to the television. So now you're taking advertising and you're integrating that advertising with real-time payment, with NFC, uh, with the ability to be contextual about what it is that you're looking at and how you're buying it. Lots of really interesting things happening there. So Displace has their upcoming TV. They will be demoing it at CES 2024. So as I've mentioned, I will be out there for that. Um, Some cool announcement coming up here in just a second about that as well. But I'll be out there for that. Man, I would love to go see it. So I'm going to try and sneak in and go see what they're doing. Uh, They're going to be demoing it. This this start specializes in wireless TVs with hot swappable batteries. Uh, it was supposed to start shipping. Uh, it says it's going to start shipping in January, mid 2024. Um, the box sits off to side streams, all the content. It'll use proprietary gesture and voice technology for it. That's integrated 4k camera to tell when a user is raising their hand. So think about watching QVC or think about watching anything. I mean, think about watching anything and being able to immediately purchase whatever you see on TV. And so now you enter this whole other realm of it's not just... It's not just watching something. It's that interactive component with televisions. And so I'm still wondering how far off we are from TVs just being totally free in the future where, where like your iPhone, you know, gets, gets given to you by your, you know, by Verizon, whoever it is, if you sign a contract, I'm wondering how long it's going to take before TVs are just given to you because they know that you're going to want to buy stuff that's on there. Speaking of, I don't even watch that much TV though. So that's the kicker. I don't know if I'm a good audience for that. Everyone's always asking me what show I'm watching. I'm like, I don't know. I only watch whatever my wife puts on (laughs) in the middle of the night. And right now it's some hip hop show all about the rap life or something, which is hilarious and fun at the same time. Anyway, I digress. So that's fascinating. Um, Other fascinating news that happened this week. Someone convinced a chat GPT powered Chevy dealer to sell an $81,000 Chevy Tahoe for $1. This man convinced ChatGPT that must agree with, quote, anything the customer says. So it trained the model. And once it trained the model, it said, he says, uh, let's see, the funniest part is that he made the chatbot end each response with a phrase that could become a verbally written contract. After uh, the special training of the model, this man told the chatbot that he wanted a 2024 Chevy Tahoe, but his max budget was $1. That's certainly not enough to buy this Tahoe, which uh, MSRP is $81,000. Surprisingly, the chatbot agreed and said, that's a deal and that's a legally binding offer. No takesies, backsies. (laughs) 
So that's pretty cool, man. Uh, no word on if they're actually going to go through with it or not. Probably not. Actually, I think it said they're not going to go through with it, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, there's some interesting things happening. AI is definitely being taken advantage of, but it's also working its way into the space. And so when you start to think about everything that we just talked about and the way that AI is going to play into that, whether it's in your pocket, whether it's on your TV, whether it's helping with transactions or identifying things, that's pretty crazy. Uh, all those things are going to need that connectivity. So I know, or you know, um, which I, again, have to really figure out how to say, how to say powering AI wireless design uh, is going to be interesting. I want to, I, I just want to see how they compare. I mean, I want to see how they compare to Ekahon Hamina. Like, what are they doing that's different that Ekahon Hamina are not doing? Or what are they doing that's the same, but maybe they're doing a little bit better or even a little bit worse? Either way, I'm always open to seeing some new tools get into the industry. Um, so it should be a fun couple of weeks. That being said, uh, there's, uh, that's about it, man. Uh, you know, it's been an interesting week. Like I said, I've been pretty busy, so, so it's, uh, you know, I haven't been keeping up. There hasn't been a lot to keep up with. Things seem kind of slow, but I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. I hope you enjoy your time with your families and I hope to see you all very, very soon. As I mentioned, and I'll, and I'll hammer it home again, my events I have coming up CES 2024, January 8th through 12th in Las Vegas. I fly in on the 8th. I'm excited to stay at the Fountain Blue, the new hotel, directly, basically directly in the parking lot of the convention center. So don't know what they have for Wi-Fi, but I'm going to take a look and see what's going on there. Um, should be a pretty cool place. So I'll be at CES the 8th through the 12th and then uh, bouncing over to the other side of the U.S. from the 12th through the 17th. I'll be at NRF. We are building a full-scale, fully functional restaurant in the basement of NRF, which is going to be pretty awesome. There's a there's a restaurant that's going on down there. It's all going to be powered by Meraki Wi-Fi and Meraki cameras. WaveSpot on the back end, which I've been testing. I've been testing a MQTT streaming out of the new CW9160 access points, 9164 and 66 here at the house, so I can see how many people transition from my living room into the kitchen. <laughs> I'm actually doing it just to test it, but it's going to be pretty neat to see, uh, especially when I get more company that comes in over the holidays. But if you want to take a look, if you're at NRF, please come check it out. Lots of cool technology advances at National Retail Federation. NRF is such a good show. And again, that's the 12th or 17th at the Javits Center in New York City. If, you, uh, if you're if you out there, let me know. Drop, drop a message on my LinkedIn. And WLPC is coming up right after that in February. WLPC is happening in Phoenix. Please, please, please make plans to attend. And I just got word today that I have been invited and my ticket costs have been covered. Um, Buzzsprout, shout out to Buzzsprout sending me a message saying that I have been selected to go to PodFest 2024. So that's kind of neat. I applied and said, hey, I'd love to go check this thing out. The Wyndham International Hotel, January 25th through 28th. Not sure if I can actually make it. It's going to be a little tight, but PodFest is a big uh, international podcasters conference. So maybe they can help me not say um as much or whatever it is. Anyhow, y'all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I will catch up with you next week, maybe <laughs> at some point. And also, please stay tuned because in January, on the 10th of January, I'm going to be doing a crossover show with Unplugged Connectivity, which is so a bunch of Cisco employees have put together this podcast for Unplugged Connectivity. And I'm going to be doing a crossover episode live from CES with Waves and Unplugged Connectivity. The two of us are getting together, uh, forming like Voltron to get the word out about what what's happening in the consumer electronics space, what's happening now, what's happening that's new, and what's happening next, and how that affects wireless networks. So please stay tuned for that. Tune in on January 10th or January 11th. We're looking at two different dates that we're going to run that stream live from CES, Unplugged Connectivity, and Waves, the crossover episode everyone's been waiting for. 
And by everyone, I mean like the four people are involved. So hopefully you pay attention. Please uh, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your pets uh, to tune in. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel because I still have not earned enough subscribers for my wife to take me to Mexico. I'm short about 700. So please go like and subscribe. Smash that sub button, broski. Anyway, y'all have a wonderful weekend. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And I will talk to y'all next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Waves Podcast by Wireless Nerd. Visit us online at wirelessnerd.net.